It is 8 o'clock. It is Saturday night. It's time for Get Out the Vote to Make America America Again. Yeah! Hey! Bunch of political comedians tonight here to do jokes for you to remember that you gotta vote on Tuesday because it fucking matters, you dumb bullshit pieces of fuck. Why do we have this right now? 45, 45, still alive. Let's, I'm not going to say we want to kill 45, but I'm going to say, like, let's, let's that, let's just let that one president not get a second term. It's not this year we get to vote, but things we do now make a difference in the future. Go out on Tuesday, San Francisco, and vote for shit, because we can actually make differences in our own elections here on this state level. We all know that, as a country, the Electoral College bans us from actually having a voice, and that's a thing we have to deal with. But this year, we get to affect ourselves locally. Anyway. It's not going to be a TED Talk tonight. It's going to be a great, great comedy show of all political comedians that are going to tell you things that you need to know. And if you don't want to hear them, fuck your face. All right. I hope you're listening in Kansas and you're like, these weird faggots, what do they have to say? Well, you know, see, do you see how I did that as their voice and that makes it okay? Oh, everybody recoils at that word. Uh, a couple nights ago, a lot of women were dressed as as women that were on fire. I think they call them witches. And what they used to burn them were bundles of faggots, which is a lot of fun if you think it's literally... Look it up. I know no one reads anymore, but a bundle of sticks is a faggot, so it's okay. It's, it contextually, it works. All right. I feel like we don't necessarily want to listen to 10 hours of Hail the Chief, but that's what we're going to be doing. But I also don't feel like we're ready to bring up the comedy of the people yet. So does anyone have a political song from any person that they want me to have play? Like, Oh, not into your set. But like another thing, like maybe Weird Al Yankovic sings a song. The Grateful Dead song. There's one that's... There's a Grateful Dead song that escapes you because you did too much acid in 1974. All right, that's fine. I no, I'm just somebody give me a political. Yes, we can by Nas. We're gonna put that on. Uh, enjoy this until Yes, we can by Nas.
listen up. You can be anything in the world, and God we trust. An architect, doctor, maybe an actress, but nothing comes easy. It takes much practice. Like I met a woman who's becoming a star. She was very beautiful, leaving people in awe. Singing songs, Lena Horne, but the younger version hung with the wrong person. Got a strong. Yes, we can change the world. Change the world. They said that's all the seems having sick. We ain't ready to have a black president. That's all the seems having sick. We ain't ready to have a black president. Yes, we can change. Got us on the block, got us in the box. Solitary confinement. How violent all these cops? They need an early retirement. How many rallies will I watch? I ain't got it in me to march. I gotta send me the spark. The games in the drought, public housing projects, cooking up in the Pyrex. My set, my click. Either getting money or running from homicide trial. As if they ain't died yet. Trying to be rich, still I'm pledging allegiance. A predicate felon, a ghetto leader, lending my poetical genius to whoever may need it. I bleed this from Queensbridge. Now living with my feet up, never defeated. So a president's needed. You know these. Color folks and Negroes hate to see one of their own succeeding. America surprise us, a little black man got us. As overseas have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. As overseas have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. Yes, we can change the world. Change the world. They said, As overseas have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. Thinking on election night, is it how can I protect my life, protect my wife, protect my rights? Every other president was nothing less than white, except Thomas Jefferson and mixed Indian blood and Calvin Coolidge. KKK is like, what the fuck? Loading their guns up, loading up mine too. Ready to ride, cause I'm riding with my crew. He dies, we die too. Yeah, but on the positive side, I think Obama provides hope and challenges minds of all races and colors to erase the hate and try to love one another. So many political snakes, we in need of a break. I'm thinking I could trust this brother. But will he keep it way real? Every innocent nigga in jail gets out on the pill. When he wins, will he really care still? I feel, I feel. As long as things have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. As long as things have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. Yes, we can change the world. You ain't right, Jeremiah, wrong pastor in love with a slave master. Silly yours, USA, most brave rapper. Jesse Carjacker, Uncle John kidnapper. Ass around Bentley Coop off the Richter. Bitch called life, I pimped her. War, politics, politics, clan shooter. Deacon for defense, progress producer. Nothing on the stove, a survival booster. Gotta do what we gotta do. We ain't got no governors coming through to help. Anything we need done, we gotta do for self. New improved JFK on the way. It ain't the 60s again. Niggas ain't hippies again. We ain't falling for the same trap standing. On the balconies where they shot the king at McCain got apologies. Ain't nobody hearing that. People need honesty. As overseas have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. As overseas have been sick, we ain't ready to have a black president. Yes.
hey, hey, hey. We're here uh, at the, we're, it's, hey, get out the vote to make America, America again. Anybody believe in our president right now? Is he really a person? I think he's one of, uh, I think he's an alien being from the planet of Anunnaki. I'm confused at this point. Anybody else worried about what's happening? Yeah, got a yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, we're here tonight to uh, talk about voting, and that's great, and talk about being all political and shit because it's free speech, and you really need to exercise your rights while you still have them. Because <laughs> they might disappear anytime. They might under one of these crazy regimes that seems to be happening right now. Uh, speaking of... The one thing you cannot control is our buddy, Mr. Uh, Be friends to our good friend, Mr. Running around tonight. He's a darling, darling member of the canine family. Also alien beings who've come here. I don't know why ICE isn't picking up all the dogs and putting them in weird cages. They're like, put the dog. Show me your papers, dogs. Are you a real dog? Well, rough. It's a rough, rough life for them. Uh, But please be kind to our good friend, Mr. His poor little hips. He's like a 65-year-old woman, and be gentle with him. All right. I don't know who's going first. I feel like everybody should mad dog each other. Oh, I know who's going first. He's political as fuck, motherfuckers. He's actually on Twitter known as one of the most political comedians in San Francisco. Put your hands together right now for Warhol Kaufman. I didn't know. I'm learning so much. Uh, yeah, I'm homeless. How fucking political is that shit? Yeah. Yeah, I actually, um, I actually, I just found a place. I just found a place to live. I just found, it's a little spot. It's a little spot behind someone's refrigerator. Uh, it's it's actually behind an old refrigerator behind a dumpster in the back of a 7-Eleven parking lot. So I found a place finally. It's beautiful. Don't worry. Everything's good. Uh, I was trying to figure out if I'm too big to fail. I am not, it turns out. I am the right size to fail. I'm perfect failure size. So that's, it's medium. Failure's a size medium if you wanted to try it on. Uh, Apparently in Chicago, seven-year-old girl was shot on Halloween wearing a bumblebee costume. Like, are the bees not dying fast enough? Is that really, don't kill bees, you know. If we're gonna shoot a little girl, don't kill a bumblebee. Like, where the fuck was Christopher Robin's mom, though? Stumbling around the hundred acre wood, grass stains on his knees. Sorry, I was sucking dick for change. I got something. Okay, we're good. I got it. All right, here we go. Hi, hey, I was thinking about the transubstantiation. You ever think about that? You don't? See, when I was growing up, they made me think about it all the time, so I still sometimes think about transubstantiation. Uh, that's where the, the wine in a Catholic mass turns into the blood of Christ. Or uh, like a wafer, an ordinary unleavened wafer becomes the actual body of Christ. Which means that Christ was within you the whole time. Without consent. Christ is a rapist, is what I'm saying. Yeah! All right, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm excited about this. I'm just trying to figure out, like, where like where do we want to really put our energy? 
Do you vote? Yeah, it's not going to be good enough to get laid in 2020. I'm telling you that right now. You're going to have to work a little harder than that in 2020. Be like, I eat ass in the ballot box. <laughs> Got to really like bring it together. So I solved it. I figured it out. I solved the problem of uh, reparations for 2020. I solved it. You're welcome. This is the answer. Yeah, no, thank you. It's a big issue for the Democratic Party because it's come up and people don't know what, like, how do we deal with this? But I got y'all. I'm looking out. So here it is. Bernie, if you need a secretary of uh, narcotic education or whatever, I'm available. I'm available in 2020. I will not move to, to, to D.C. I'm going to have to work remotely. I know I solve reparations for 2020. This is what we do. We give every African descendant of enslavement one nuclear warhead and we call it even. That's it. We're just, then everything's cool. I just was reading Jeff Chang and it came to my attention that the Boston Tea Party was a minstrel show. Yeah, who's spilling the tea now, bitches? Everyone says Al Jolson is the greatest minstrel performer of all time. You know, no one shouts out Thomas Jefferson. Personally, I don't think I don't think it's Al Jolson. I think he at the best could be number three, because Judy Garland did some of the finest blackface you will ever see on YouTube. Some of the best, definitely some of the best blackface on YouTube for sure, guaranteed. Um, and then of course Robert Downey Jr. It's the greatest minstrel performer of all time. Moment of silence for Kramer's career. I know Justin Trudeau did blackface. You know, he got carried away for Halloween. But how carried away did he? Like, he did the, the sleeves, the neck down to the chest. How far did he? Did he do black dick? I want to know if he was in black penis. The pictures haven't surfaced. Because at a certain point, you have to really respect just the consistency, you know? It's like the third time you steal your parents' VCR for heroin. You're like, bring me back the hits, though. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm coming back with the classics. It's not like if Billy Joel came and he just covered Fiona Apple for an hour and a half, and you're like, what the fuck, William? He's the piano man. I think we need to do to our system what Regina Spector does with the piano, which is hit it upside the head with the stick. I don't know if you've ever seen her. She really puts the percussion in a fucking pianist. It's like really interesting. Pianissimo, I was going to say. I just stopped halfway at pianist, but you know. It's mo pianissimo. Hey, Rachel. Rachel's my landlord. <laughs> I pay her, <laughs> yeah, I pay her in dishes from the fridge. You, you forgot about Ted Danson doing blackface when he was dating How could I? Whoopi Goldberg. How could I forget? Remember when he was I'm dating Whoopi Goldberg? I'm only listening Goldberg? off the greatest. Honestly, I'd rather be Christopher Walken than Ted Danson. That's how I feel. I'd rather be Christopher Walken dancing than Ted Danson walking. 
who's your favorite Manson, Marilyn or Charles, or do you got another one you like more? If you don't have an answer, that's fine, but don't call me Shirley. Classic. It's a classic. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sergio Novoa. I'll be here all week. You ever wake up too lazy to write a joke, and you're like, I'm still going to do stand-up, though. That's fine. I, you know, I, <laughs> I was trying to see if someone would dare me, you know, dare me to cross the line. I've been looking for the line. I think it might be right next to Canada. Have you ever been to Tijuana? I went to Tijuana and they watered down the tequila. Right? That's like... No, I mean, it was still tequila in there. Somewhere in there. I guess I should thank them. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. Honestly, the, with my lifestyle, if I got dysentery, I might not be able to tell. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to keep it classy for the kids. Hey, cutie. How you doing, Matthew? If this dog starts barking, are you gonna gonna bounce him? <laughs> <laughs> I know you wanted to say bum rush, but it's okay. It's alright. It's funny, actually, because like um, you're like you're like the Cadillac of homelessness. Like, it's, th it's the nicest, smoothest ride. Personally, I would vote, but they didn't let me last time, so I'm not going to hold my breath. Are you a felon? Uh, no, I'm homeless. Have you not been paying attention? <laughs> to my s Do I have to start my set from the beginning? Jesus. I did find something out just on a lighter note. Uh... I've been curious. I'll solve one piece of curiosity for you. If there's ever a song you can't figure out what it's about, anytime there's a song you can't figure out what it's about, it's always about anal, turns out. It's always, it always is about anal. Actually, I learned this listening to George Michael. George Michaels. And wham is actually the sound George Michaels makes when he fucks you in the ass. It's different from the sound... Uncle Sam makes with his cha-ching. <laughs> uh, my, let's do history. Everyone says Negroes can't swim, but my great uncle went swimming all the time before he drowned. All the time, they could not get him out of the river. Actually, Negroes can't swim is just the first part of the sign at the whites only pool, Negroes can't swim in this pool. <laughs> Go drown in the river, Richard. No lifeguards at the river, just ask Emmett Till. No, he didn't have a lifeguard. He didn't have a mouth guard. If you believe we've been to the moon, then you accept that we only let white men on the moon, so that's on you now, that's your bad. Since this is a political show, I guess I'll do this one, which only has a shelf life of, uh, I don't know. It's like, how, how slowly can you spell impeachment? Like, why the fuck does the same word have three different fucking meanings? It's a verb, you know? Like, 
So I'll tell, I just found something out. You want to know? Okay, it's so crazy. I'll tell you. It's so crazy. I just found out. Apparently, from a legal standpoint, if you kill two people, Nancy Pelosi's president. Like, if you murder two people. I don't know if abortion is murder, but I know killing every conservative politician is murder. But if you kill two people, Nancy, not just any two people, it's like a puzzle. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend just got the pre-abortion sonogram. Everyone's looking healthy. Everything's looking good. I was trying to figure out if my girlfriend liked cocaine more than she liked me, and I was right, because she didn't dump coke yesterday. <laughs> Pepsi generation. <laughs> I, 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 I reject millennial as a label. I will accept hip-hop generation, internet kids. I'll accept Generation Oregon Trail. Yes. Generation Nintendo. Okay, you can't just draw an arbitrary line every 10 years and then pretend it means something. A generation is 30 years. Just because everyone has a short attention. He didn't die of dysentery. Everybody, Warhol Goffman! He survived the Oregon Trail. We were all there. Who didn't die of dysentery? That was like every time you've died of dysentery. Like, yay. And then you watch Star Trek The Next Generation and you're like, didn't we figure out the water situation? What is happening now? That was Warhol Kaufman. I say Warhol Kaufman for president. Yeah, absolutely. Absatoodles. He's the president that I want to see. Uh, your next comedian. I, I feel like you guys should mad dog each other. You should like get up on stage like the entire Democratic bullshit that happened where there were like 20 people on stage and everyone's mad dogging each other and they're all like, Elizabeth Warren, you're the best of us, but we're going to fuck you in the ass so that you look like a dick bag because we're just going to diversify ourselves so that Trump will be president again. Oh, it's all 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, do you guys want to mad dog each other for the next? I'm looking at Matthew Clark. You're going to go. Yeah, hell yeah. Your next comedian. I don't listen to the news. I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and I come out for free ice cream days. And when I do, this man tells me what's happening in the news. Put your hands together for your next comedian. Matthew Quirk. Well, I... Uh... I feel like this, first of all, he doesn't like millennials. How about millennials? Um, this is like an embarrassment of riches. Like I'm flooded with all these ideas and I can't fucking sort and organize them. And then I lost my notebook that I was sorting and organizing. So I'm just going to do sort of a review and like throw out some. It's not going to be so newsworthy. But um, first of all, this is basically about Trump, right? That's what this whole thing, our last president, our last president, yeah. You know, even before he was president, we knew he was going to be a shit show, right? He starts doing that whole thing about the Mexicans being like rapists and murderers and everything. Man, I thought this guy worked in construction. How the fuck could he talk? I mean, have you guys ever seen a construction site? It's awfully Mexican. 
really Mexican. Anyway, what kind of construction guy makes fun of the Aztecs and the Mayans? For real. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I got to say, you know, Trump, he's not, he's like a broken clock, right? He's right twice a day. And I, I think that uh, all you libtards were too hard on him when he was running for president. I don't know if you guys remember, like, when he lost $900 million that came out. The, and, you know, everyone just piled on to him. But uh, how do you expect him to hang on to $900 million with those tiny, tiny hands? Tiny hands, guys. Yeah, so he was elected, so I do blame you millennials. I mean, what is it going to take to get you guys to vote? For real, arbitrary line or not, what does it take? I mean, is the I voted sticker not enough of a participation trophy for you guys to get up off your app long enough to get to the voting booth? I mean, is it my generation's fault? We didn't spend enough time convincing you that voting was like artisanal handcrafted revolution or something. <laughs> and so now we've swiped all the way right. That's how you guys talk, right? You say stuff like that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Anyway, I don't really care so much because I'm going to be dead soon. But this is all your guys' shit, right? You're going to have to be cleaning this mess up. Word to the wise. Anyway, I don't know if you recall when Trump became president, there's been so much fucking hoo-hiffery he's been up to. But, like, one of the first things he did was blow up one of the biggest non-nuclear, actually the biggest non-nuclear bomb. Is this guy a fucking five-year-old or what? He totally blew up some Burning Man camp up out in Afghanistan. Killed a couple sparkle ponies. Anyway, then immediately he starts changing all, you know, piling on that build a wall shit, complaining about all the shithole countries. But I think that was just, it's, it's pronounced shitole, the shitole countries. It's a political term. Basically, it means when I'm in a jam, whip out those tits, right? That was when the Stormy Daniels thing came about. How did that not take him down? I thought women were supposed to me too the hell out of this guy. Nothing? No. Anyway, I am disappointed speaking of me too. I mean, I, I did figure that by now he'd have legalized grabbing women by the pussy. I mean, when he said he was going to make America great, I, was, I didn't realize how great he meant. I even thought he was going to change the name of the inaugural ball to the inaugural snatch. Some of these jokes are four years old, guys. <laughs> What's that? Two over Trump. Two over Trump? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so in the meanwhile, we've had so many fires here in California. They've got tr- Trump to chirp in on the fires, right? He was saying that, it, like, we don't deserve any funding. We should have spent more time raking the forests. So he's going to cut off our funding. I mean, how is that supposed to work? Rakes cost money. <laughs> anyway, I'm surprised he's so ditched us on those fires. Most of those trees were in red counties. Most of those trees voted Republican. It is true. 
Uh, anyway, uh, he did offer, however, to help uh, Putin with the fires that were happening in Serbia. See, there's so many controversies, you even forget about that. But to be fair, so Serbia voted for him and we didn't. That's a thinker. Yeah, he's speaking of blowing shit up, he even offered to bomb hurricanes, to nuke hurricanes if they get too powerful. This guy's a five-year-old. Just a fucking five-year-old. I mean, the hurricanes nuking them. Dude, it's the windmills that are causing the hurricanes. The, the windmills. He's got sort of this ongoing fight with windmills going on. I don't know if your call pops up every couple of years. He even doubles down on it every once in a while. Like he even claimed that if you live anywhere near a windmill, not only do they cause cancer, but it will drop the property value of your house by 85%. I know you guys know that we have a windmill at the end of Golden Gate Park here in San Francisco that is not doing shit to hold down property values. That fucking idiot. Anyway, someone should tell President Donald J. Quixote that fighting with windmills is a bad look. Thanks. It's called smart humor. Yeah, on top of all those fires, fucking uh, Trump was talking about the tying it into the windmills here. Is craftsmanship going on up here. So he was saying that, like, windmills can't work because what if the wind blows right our uh, wind stops blowing our power will go out meanwhile we here in california have to worry like what if the wind starts blowing our power will go out yeah pg and e or as i call them price gouge and extort and this is the extortion part Nice electrical grid you got here. Shame if anything should happen to it. <laughs> Anybody remember when Trump called himself the king of the Jews? Yeah. See, there's just so many goddamn controversies. Shit gets lost. <laughs> king of the Jews. Cool. So can we nail you to a tree now? Anyway, if he's king of the Jews, it really does make you look back at that first guy, huh? You got to give him a second look. Uh, anyway, I would ask the king of the Jews, uh, what part of the Torah mentions the king of the Jews? Anybody? It's not in the Torah. It's in the Old Testament. But the king of the Jews would have known that. Totally would have known that. You know, it's not just Trump we got to get rid of here, guys. We got to get rid of his fucking flunkies. Fucking Kellyanne Conway. Jesus Christ. She's still crawling out of her crypt every once in a while to say shit. Kellyanne, man, what a name. You know, you hear some names like Jermondraquan. That's like a black name. And Kellyanne, that's like a meth name. <laughs> Kellyanne's like a meth name, right? No, the other thing. <laughs> yeah, you never heard Jermondraquan or Jermondraquay? Jawanta. See, I, I, I was making up not actual people so they wouldn't be insulted. I was just... Okay, so anyway, that's more like a meth name, right? That was the what I was getting to. 
Anyway, she even capped off on some journalist once who was saying, like, what culture are you from? What culture is your... Well, we all know her culture, right? It's meth. Meth culture. Yeah. She's got the meth hair and the meth skin. But perfect teeth. You know, meth people, they pull their teeth in. Yeah, but she doesn't. She has problems... Um, Yeah. Anyway, she is one crystal methamphetamine girl, though, huh? <laughs> long walk. I get it. Long walk. Long, long fucking walk. Short pier. Sh- what? Long walk, short pier. Oh, short pier. Okay, thanks. You guys are helping so much here. Anyway, Trump, he's really, like, down for the people, right? That's why he's, like, rolling back on food stamps and shit. Yeah, what an ass. Uh, Anyway, meanwhile, Andrew Yang is promising me $1,000 a month. Yeah. People are like, oh, that's cool, but, like, what reasons do you really have for voting for Yang? I'm like, bitch, I got a 1,000 reasons to vote for Andrew Yang. They're like, well, what's his stance on? I'm like, I don't know, 1000 bucks a month, right? Well, how about his policies on, how the fuck should I know? $1,000 a month, man. And they're like, well, how are you going to pay for this? I'm like, I give a fuck. I'm getting the $1,000 a month. But some of my, like, Republican friends really push back hard on this. Like, no, seriously, how are we going to pay for it? Who's going to pay for this? I'm like, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Do they hate Anyway, speaking of crazy shit Trump has done, uh, do you remember when he was at the prayer breakfast a couple years ago? Anyway, he had the McGriddle. At the prayer, it's a McDonald's reference. Anyway, so he was at the prayer breakfast. I guess they gave up on thoughts, right? He's at the prayer breakfast. And he accidentally let slip in his commencement speech that uh, the, the civil rights, like they canceled the civil rights amendment. Like it was like, he, right there in real time, he invented the Freudian on purpose. The Freudian, Freudian on purpose. All right, guys, uh, enjoy the rest of this very hot political show. The Freudian on purpose. That was Matthew Quirk. Fuck yeah, the Freudian on purpose. That is amazing. You tell it like it is, Matthew Quirk. I'd let him mansplain fucking politics to me any day of the week. Like, yes, tell me. Oh, that's that's Jonathan. He's dinging me. He wants to mansplain something to me right now. Uh, this is an exciting show, and I'm so glad that we. I'm like preaching to the socialist choir. This is great. There ain't a Republican in the house, and even if they were here, they'd be afraid to raise their hand. You know, and that's the kind of environment that I like to foster. All right. Uh, I don't know if. Y- I am going to, he's, I'm pointing at you, sir. He is one of my favorite people because he not only is a comedian, he's a singer, he's an actor, he's a, he's a thespian, he's better, he's both. He's a singer and, a, and an actor together. He's amazing and you're going to lose your minds right now for Jared Hawley. <laughs> Jared 
Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about some old pricks. Let's talk about all the ways that they fuck over the electorate. Doom, doom. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jared, and I am a black, social uh, progressive, fiscal conservative, which means I'm on no one's side. What that really translates into in a short version is I believe that the pink tax is wrong and I believe in a woman's access to contraceptive help, health and I believe in her right to protect that health with a nice Beretta. It goes very well in her purse and if you know how to shoot that shit, it's right. Revolution is coming and it needs to be worked. That means that everyone in here needs to know how to fire a gun, how to grow something, because all of these corporations are taking it from you, and that's the game. If you know how to do it, they can't take it from you. <laughs> all right. I mean, everything that's happening right now is, is it's right on the march towards Karl Marx's communism. Because the original concept was you would end up with capitalism first that would gobble up all the fucking money like a Monopoly game. And then out of that, people would be like, but he doesn't have a place to sleep. And so socialism would rise. And that's how you get all these fires happening because capitalism is way too large and socialism is about to happen. And that's why Gavin Newsom is trying really hard to thread that needle and say, I'm not doing socialism, but what I am doing is making sure that the society has access to all of the power grid. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> and then uh, being black, and I'm going to tell you guys, I, this is going to be my last show in the Bay Area for a while because uh, I am welcoming a child into the world. Thank you. Out of such, I'm getting the fuck out of the Bay Area. Because it's evil. It's evil. I hate it. I hate everything about this area. Anybody ever drive through Oakland and get really pissed off about why you're driving through Oakland and all the highways are fucked up? Let me tell you a little trick. It's called civil engineering. The highways in Oakland and LA and in many, uh, we'll call urban areas are designed for one thing so that in case of revolution the police can shut the fucking highways down if they shut the highway down and you can't eat you can't revolt because you know what's really hard to do throw a brick if you ain't got a sandwich so it's ridiculous that when you're driving through Oakland it takes four exits to get one place but if you're going through Marin Shit, smooth as fucking uh, Lando Calrissian's voice. Sorry, lost his real name. I was thinking malt liquor and just says, Pew! all right, anyway. <laughs> the, 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 the things that happen, the homelessness crisis out here. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I thought it was bad. I moved to this city about 10 years ago, and I thought the homelessness was bad. It was bad at that point, and then I remember a, a homeless man came up to me and asked me for a dollar, and I said, I'm sorry, man, I, I'm an art student, and he gave me a dollar. That wasn't a fucking good sign, but then it's gotten progressively fucking worse. I mean, you have more Hoovervilles in the city of Oakland than America had during the Hoover administration. Does that say something to you? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Do we need a fucking guy in a wheelchair to show up? Because I'm voting for Bernie Sanders, but he can walk. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh -huh. I mean, 
Whew, sorry, getting a little in my bag. The only reason I'm going to really vote for Bernie Sanders because it's hard to trust an old white man is because of Killer Mike. If you don't know, Killer Mike came out and he's got a great show on Netflix you should watch. It's called Trigger Warning. Don't watch it if your name is Karen because you will cry. But um, it's all about the different aspects of America that you don't really think about. Like, I will say this, and I stand on this, I firmly believe that integration is one of the worst things to happen to black America in this country. Because before integration, we had our own hotels, we had our own farms, we had our own industry. Matter of fact, we had so much industry that you bombed us! I mean, sorry, taking it back, it's okay. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the new HBO show Watchmen, the first episode, that shit's real! Uh, if you don't know, it's uh, also a song by the Gap Band called You Drop the Bomb on Me, baby. You Drop the Bomb on Me because the blacks had money. All right, so. Uh, what happens is, once we are able to aggregate our own money, we're able to provide our own services. That was the whole point of the Black Panther Party. The reason it was called a party was because the idea was to create a new political party with which to vote on. So guess what? If you're, ha if you're unhappy with the Democrats, if you're unhappy with the Republicans, shut the fuck up, create a new party. It's not that hard, you just have to deal with a bunch of people dying. It's fine, it's fine. They will shoot you, but if you really fight for it, you know, eventually you'll get a park. Um, whew. Uh, <laughs> the, the whole premise is that we should be able to spread. I'm a firm Republican, not like fucking Mitch, uh, Mitch uh, Turtle Man. I'm not a, that kind of Republican. He's really just a ticket person. A Republican is somebody who believes in representative democracy. A representative democracy means that I don't trust every jackass on BART to get a free vote. What I do trust is that everyone on BART can vote for one guy on the system to say, that guy smells like piss, can we get him off? That's representation. That's what a republic is supposed to be, and that's what the Founding Fathers actually talked about, which is why Ben Franklin came out and said, we have a republic if we can keep it, and we kept it for about negative 2.5 seconds because a republic requires representation, and guess what? I can think of three-fifths of people who weren't represented. Just saying. Uh, and those are just the people without vaginas. Ha ha ha! Ah, it's all bad. Speaking of vaginas, you know what drives me fucking crazy? Science. How can you base all of your science off of men when all creatures are women in the womb, but not all the times does a dick pop out? I'm just saying, if you're going to go with the base level, go for the one that doesn't have an attachment, you know? <sighs> Sorry, I think about all these things way too much. That's why I watch Power Rangers, which is one of the most progressive shows you can actually watch. Power Rangers Time Force has a female leader and it's dope. But um, thinking about things on television, you ever notice that Netflix has all kinds of representation? There's a whole show about gay uh, superheroes, which is fantastic. If you're not watching She-Ra, you're making a mistake. She-Ra is great. The first season ends with them bitch-smacking the enemy with a giant rainbow. It's fantastic. There's a whole episode where the black dude comes out to his parents as straight, mm, high-class television. But 
in thinking about the black dude on that show, I realized there's not a lot of black television. We just got Raising Dion back, and whatever happened to UPN? I mean, Jesus Christ, I want Static Shock. You ever heard about uh, the, all of the minority superheroes? You know there's an Asian dude? His whole superpower is that he eats people while he's trying to recreate his body parts, and he's sad about it? Like, he just travels, he's fucking Hulk, but he eats people. That's a show I want to watch. You never see that shit. You want to see a show that's worth something? How about black Superman fighting crime with a pregnant teenage black woman? Her superpower is to talk shit. He gives her a belt, and the more she talks shit, the more people try to hit her, and the harder the shield she has is. She can make a bubble and just break down your whole life. Baby, I don't know why you wore those fucking shoes today. You came out the house looking like an asshole. I mean, Jesus Christ, the fuck is on your head? Ugh. Nothing. All right. Ugh. Sorry. I'm really just rambling. I told my girlfriend tonight that I was going to do what Don Rickles did, was have an idea and just rant. And uh, seems to be working. Anybody a bit? You have two minutes left. Will you sing a song? I will sing a song for you. <laughs> Do you have your keys? No, I don't mean to be like, sing and dance for the man, but uh, Jarrett Hawley has the best songs. He opened with one, and I'm just saying. It's okay. This, I, I, this isn't a minstrel act. She's asking for something that I actually do. <laughs> Speaking of homelessness. You hear my pockets jingling, a ching ching jingling too. I know you're thinking, hey, can I get some change off of you? <laughs> oh, look, my muni's coming, so now I'm running from you. Please don't get on my bus, cause you smell like boo boo. Get away, get away, get away, hobo. I ain't got no dough. Have a half-eaten sandwich, though. I got no dough, got no cash, got to pay my rent. All my money's been spent. I'm not like you, I can't survive by living in a tent. There's a homeless shelter down the block I heard about. But you better get there quickly, cause the cots run out. See, there's a hot meal waiting for you and a place to lay your head. Oh shit, I've just realized this homeless guy's been dead. Good thing my life is cozy and things are rosy for me. I am so glad that I don't have to sleep on the streets. Awaha! Thank you, baby. Thank you. I couldn't do that without my girlfriend Yvonne. She's here with me tonight. She brought the keys. So, I think I have enough time to again remind you that black television is a thing, that UPN was a thing, and that once upon a time, Warner Brothers and UPN were bought out to create the CW, which airs almost specifically pretty white people with problems. So this is the problem with integration. That's all I gotta say. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yay, Yay Jared Holly, what a joy. I, I, I'm actually not supposed to be hosting from back here. I just am, but that's the thing that's happening. I'm back here. I'm like the voice behind the curtain. I'm like 
I'm like the master wizard of Oz being like, I own all your lives for the next two hours. Not for your whole lives, like what's happening right now. Just everybody, the whole point of tonight is go vote on Tuesday. Exercise your right as an American. We rex- exercise our rights here at Mutiny Radio, Radio to have 100% free speech. 100% free speech. If someone wants to just get up on stage and say, fuck the police, that's cool too. Like we're all down about free speech so it's great or love the police i love your next comedian's joke because she has jokes about loving and hating the police Ra- rachel you're look you're not looking at me put your hands together for rachel Pinson. i wasn't gonna do that joke actually i actually wasn't expecting to go next a little something about me you know where were you the day that trump got inaugurated do you remember you were here tell you where I was, calling Planned Parenthood and telling them I need an appointment to get an IUD because I don't know what the next eight to 10 years is going to be like. And I don't know if I can have an abortion. And that's exactly what I did. And actually, I was right. I was right to do that. Um, I'm from Ohio. Recently, we just passed this bill called the heartbeat bill. Are you guys familiar? Familiar with it? If you're not, that's where they say if your uh, embryo has a heartbeat, it's illegal to have an abortion. Uh, and I don't know if you know when that is, but that's six weeks into your pregnancy. Six weeks, the embryo heartbeat starts happening. So basically, as soon as you find out that you missed your period like last month and you're not getting it this month, you can't have an abortion. You can't do it, but you can have a baby at 16, get addicted to opiates, and uh, you know have a have that baby die. That baby raised gets raised without a parent, and like I couldn't believe how many of the people that I grew up around actually was like for this bill. Like, no, no, you're gonna, you should just fucking. Kill yourself, you fucking murderer. Don't kill that little embryo. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I actually, uh, I grew up in Ohio with uh, lesbian parents. And that's not, yeah, that, that, that wasn't like, like here, it's not weird. There, it's kind of weird. And then they finally federally made like uh, gay marriage legal. You guys know that? They did it a little bit too late, if you ask me. Honestly, because my stepmom had really good state insurance, and if my parents could have got married, then, you know, I could have had a free birth control. But no, no. Another thing that Ohio has to deal with is the opioid crisis. Have you guys lost anyone? The opioid crisis, the drug war. You know, I've lost a few good men. Um, I lost a couple of Georges, a couple of Andrews. You know, even a Benjamin once. Yeah, so in Ohio, you guys know how in California, if you want to smoke weed legally, you just kind of go to a doctor and you're like, wink, nudge, like, you know, I have anxiety. And they're like, oh, and you're having insomnia too. Okay, here, smoke some weed. Like, we would do something similar there, but with Oxycontin. And that's way more addictive. It's a problem. It's a problem. it's so much of a problem that the show Intervention came to my hometown, such a small hometown, like 30,000 people, not that many. And we're like, wow, Intervention's coming here. They're probably going to have to do the whole town. Like, who are we going to know? Who are we going to know on the show? 
so they came and they did, they did the whole fucking town. They did the whole town. They called it hillbilly heroin. They showed like uh, prostitutes shooting up, people losing their kids, you know, and we all watched it as a family, like, oh, what are we gonna see? Who are we gonna? And they showed like my sister's backyard and her dog was in it. And my nieces get up, they're like, oh my God, Rufus is famous. This is awful, awesome. But like, yeah, it's kind of awesome. But it's also like a hard way to find out that your sister's dog's on drugs. <laughs> yeah, I never really got into the whole like uh, selling opiates to make money thing, even though it was the only thing that you could do because I don't want to work for the government, man. I don't want to work for the CIA. I don't, I'm not gonna sell drugs for you. Lost too many people. Yeah, so uh, that's about all I want to say, really. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Fucking vote. I actually uh, hang out with anarchists all the time, trying to convince them to vote. Uh, yeah. Uh, not very well. <laughs> anarchists, get out there and vote. Yes. Rachel Pinson, everyone. Yes. I feel like we should keep this female rock block a rockin' with your next comedian. She's super political and super, super lovely. I love it when she wears yoga pants. Put your, that's that's me. Anyway, uh, I was trying to like be a misogynist there for a second. Like, I love it when she wears yoga pants. But everyone, every person should be free to express themselves in every way they want to wear their clothing. And I wish I could wear tight pants. Put your hands together for Regina Fledger! about Pam you wear tight pants all the time at the other show that I was on for Pam the theme was um uh, it was originally it was going to be tall people and short lady Regina and then a bunch of tall dudes dropped out typical um and then it was just the theme was people and Pam wore the cheerleader outfit <laughs> so yeah Pam is not really one to uh, shame other people or, or extol other people to put other tight pant wearing people on a different kind of pedestal yeah i'm putting um, you on a pedestal baby i'm I doing am it right now on a pedestal like for the people listening at home i am actually on a pedestal i am actually wearing a unitard um i've earned the right to say that it has no derogatory connotations uh retard is the one that you can't say unitard is fine same with le leotard um bike tard bike tard even goes they're not very stylish after the 90s that's the one where it's like biker shorts Oh, but anyway, this is a political show. This is not a fashion show. Um, <laughs> this happens every time I do Mutiny Radio. Pam always makes a comment about my outfit. People on the radio never appreciate it. Um, <laughs> that's why we're supposed to tweet this stuff on it. Put this stuff on Instagram. Oh my gosh, I'm so not a real millennial. I just said tweet this stuff on Instagram. <sighs> okay, so yeah, I actually, I, I did prepare for this, um, kind of putting together what I think is my best political election-ish material. Um, but before I do that, I, I just, yeah, I have to take responsibility for something I said at a previous comedy show. Um, I, I got in trouble for a racial joke that I told. Um, yeah, for, for being too realistic. Um, the context was that I was talking about how I was telling my uh, my Vietnamese in-laws, my aunties, that we were having an election study party and they should come to the election party. Um, and so they, they have kind of thick accents and they told my mom. And then when my mom told me, she's like, hey, Regina, your aunties just said that you're having an erection party. And my friend was in the audience. He's like, Regina, you cannot be telling that joke. 
That is way too realistic. You would totally invite your mom to an erection party. I'm like, David, I am offended by that, and you are not invited to my erection party. So, uh, yeah, I really did just come from an election study group. I was down the street at Asiento with my friend. We have this tradition that started about, um, started before Trump was elected. Oh my gosh, that was a long time ago. And we will find a different cafe or place to meet up, and we'll just go through the ballot, like, line by line. Um, this time it didn't take that long. Sometimes it takes hours, because uh, in San Francisco elections, we're always voting on, like, 15 different things. Um, and so the first one, we just looked up a cafe that was convenient for both of us, which happened to be Wicked Grounds. Yeah, yeah, it's the Bondage uh, S&M Kink Cafe. That's right. So, you know, we're in our corner. We're talking about, you know, passing, uh, passing various, like, housing bonds, and then people next to us are talking about safe bondage. Um, it's quite charming. Um, so anyway, yeah, that, that started several years ago. We're still doing it. And um, yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on for this election. Um, I would say one of the most excited, the people, the candidate that I'm the most excited about is District Attorney uh, Chisa Boudin. Um, so he, he's a very progressive attorney, and um, he, he actually grew up with incarcerated parents. So he has a pretty unique perspective. Um, he's wanting to... Uh, Oh my, man, I meant to prepare this a little bit more. I just like him so much. I didn't study him that much. But um, he basically wants to focus on higher level uh, crimes and get rid of uh, cash bail bonds, which is springing people who have money out of prison while poor people have to stay for very minor offenses. Um, yeah, his parents were incarcerated, but for like cool liberal 1960s radical stuff. So, yeah. I, have you guys ever had to do that? Like go to court for some for doing something really stupid, and then you run into your activist friends there, and they're like, oh, what were you doing? Were you like, you know, defending children from like being detained by ICE? And like, no, I was furnishing my ID to a minor. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> still children, kind of. Um, that is based on a true-ish story. When I was 21, I let my 20-year-old friend use my ID to get into a bar. And we were so stupid, we like protested the bar. Man, it was, it was such a bad scene. And so then, yes, I really did run into some much cooler activists at the courthouse later. It was a shit show. Um, so anyway, yeah, moving along to times in my life when I was more together and informed. Um, yeah, I'm just very, I actually, I, I know we have a lot of people who, uh, who are in the Democratic primary race right now, but I'm, I'm just excited that we finally have one of them focusing on reproductive issues, that we're not just leaving that to the Republicans. We actually have a Democratic candidate who wants to ban male circumcision. <laughs> Do you guys know who it is? No one knows? Who? It's Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah, universal basic income guy. Um, so he is much more famous for, he, he has like a super detailed plan of how we could easily pay everybody $1,000 a month because he's concerned that robots are coming to take our jobs. Not specifically circumcision related to jobs. Like I think doctors and rabbis, like they kind of, they have those. But um, yeah, Andrew Yang is like anti-male circumcision. He's a pretty interesting person. Um, so I, um, I almost didn't do this show because I've been really busy preparing for another show that I have tomorrow night. If you guys want to come to the solo showdown in, uh, 
in Oakland at the Jeffrey Beer Studio. Um, it's this thing hosted by Alicia Datner, a really cool progressive comedian. And um, do you guys mind if I do a little bit from that show? All right, cool. Okay, so so this show is basically me outing myself as one of those people in 2016 who was completely shocked that Trump was elected. Like, yes, I was one of those people. I did not think that my fellow countrymen had this in them to vote for Donald Trump. And I was scanning the NPR news site, and there was a link that said, do you live in a bubble? And I was like, oh, could that be me? And so I clicked on the link. And it was basically a series of questions designed to help you figure out if you live in a bubble so thick that you don't know people who voted for Trump. So I was like, okay, you know what? I am game. I used to teach in public schools in the Bay Area. I have evangelical Christian cousins. Like, surely I am not living in a bubble. I'm going to take this quiz. But scouts honor to make sure that I'm being very honest with this quiz. I'm going to have my husband from Kansas supervise me. So this is scouts honor. It's like a 45 degree angle. Excuse me, it's a 90 degree angle. If you make it like this, that's like a different kind of scout. But these are like boy scouts. Yeah, that's like 45 on several levels. Um, <laughs> that, that was an angle math joke. And he's the 45th breath. Sorry. I had to explain that. I just <laughs> um, so, I, so I'm taking this quiz. My husband's like, all right, question number one. Have you ever lived in a community that is outside of a metropolitan area with a population under 50,000 people? I'm like, yes, I have. I was just working on a farm this summer, like a permaculture community in Europe. OK, fine, it was a sex cult. All right, fine, fine. <laughs> Next question, next question. Okay, question two, question two. Have you ever had a job where you had to wear a uniform? I'm like, yes! I was a professional princess during my teaching credential program. I had to wear the uniform of Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, and Famous Green Mermaid. Licensing issues. He's like, I don't think you having an acting gig and wearing costumes counts as wearing a uniform to work. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. Next question. Question three. Have you ever been in a parade, not for global warming, gay rights, or a war protest? I'm like, oh. Junior year high school, Chinese Autumn Moon Lunar New Year Festival. I was in that parade. I was one of the people that was holding up the dragon, the long, snaky dragon. You get to wear those superfly dragon pants. He's like, I don't think this is helping you get in touch with Trump's America, Regina. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. You know what? I don't think I need this conservative old white guy. Oh, forgot, I forgot to tell you guys, the guy that wrote The Bell Curve, that controversial book about inherited um, about uh, inherited IQ and race, he's like super racist guy. He was the one that wrote that quiz that they put on NPR. I'm like, I don't think I need this conservative old white guy telling me whether or not I'm in touch with America. I'm gonna go back to my roots and ask these questions to my dad. I'm like, dad, question number six. How many times in the last 12 months have you been to one of the following restaurants? Applebee's, Denny's, or Claim Jumper. He's like, well, I don't know. I think I've been to Denny's about 15, maybe 16 times. I'm like, Dad, what are you talking about? You never go to Denny's. As recently as one week ago, I was with my dad at a diner, and he asked for, I quote, a sample of their coffee. Yeah. So you know what? 
I don't need this quiz to like further divide America. We really need to work together. We need to get out there and vote, inform yourselves. I mean, I would say voting, it's a little bit like DIY, you know, uh, beauty YouTubes on video, excuse me, on YouTube. Um, you know, certainly anybody could make one of those videos, but really you need to consult the experts who have actually been studying this for a while to make your vote be meaningful. Um, but I think there is one kind of bubble that most of us could agree that we would like to be in, and Pam's gonna cue up that music. So it's the wrong, wrong, wrong one. one. <laughs> You're the one you wanted the August one, right? Not the too legit to quit Edley. Oh yeah, no, too legit to quit Edley. That was like 30 minutes ago. Oh, I fucked up that one. Okay, wait, yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's the one from my um, Let, let's do messenger message. Hold the on. major here laser. We here we go. Yes, this okay. is this one. Okay, here we go. So this is the kind of bubble that I think we all want. Is this not against me, baby? I'm an anarchist. Did I fuck everything up? <laughs> what was I supposed to do? <laughs> okay, but maybe we can just rely on our singer. Do we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, singer. All right, do you want to do the bubble song? Black. Thank you, everybody. I'm Regina Fletcher. Yay. Have a great night and get out and vote. I have, I have no idea why I had to play Against Me, Baby, I'm an Anarchist. That was for someone else. And the Ed Lee song was on this one. I don't know what that was for either. I don't. I, I, oh, you were just recommending it as a political thing. I see. I, I, I gotcha. I just couldn't figure anything out tonight. Here we go. Regina Fletcher. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure which of the remaining comedians want to mad dog it out to see who's next. Uh, we've got Huey Lee Dashiell, Renaud, and we also have Patrick Kaufman. I don't know if you guys want to mad dog each other right now in this space. And if you want to like make each other's eyes, also Ernest Evangelista. But uh, I don't know if you want to mad dog each other to see who wants to go up next in front of this hot, hot crowd. In front of this crazy... Who is going to... Oh... I like it when I like it when you mad dog each other. It's almost like a it's like a rock paper scissors kind of action that could or might not happen. You want to? I'm just gonna put up the music and one of you is gonna get up on stage. Put your hands together. Yay! Patrick Goffman. Proximity. There we go. Hey, folks. Um, so I did not realize when signing up for this that as a condition of participation, we actually have to want people to vote. I, I, I thought we just had to be political. I mean, I'm plenty political. Not so big on the wanting people to vote part. Um, and it's just rough because people say that they want people to vote all the time. Like, I just want you to get out and vote. And they never mean it. No one is ever happy when people go out and vote for the candidate that they were not being encouraged to vote for. Not one of you was out there to shake hands with the KKK when they won in 2016. That was a big disrupt win for them. And there was no decorum whatsoever. Um, and it's hard for me. I mean, like, I, myself, I'm an environmentalist, first and foremost. I feel like maybe a few folks else here. Yeah, San Francisco, we care about that. But I am a misanthropic environmentalist. And that's hard, because it makes me, you know, occasionally odd bedfellows with a lot of Republican policies, because, of course, I want to protect the planet, 
but I don't want to like help people because that's directly in conflict with that. You know, they say the very best thing you can do for the environment, and I, and I don't mean to stare at you guys on this one, but uh, they say the best thing you can do is to have one fewer child. Did you know that? No instructions on how you're supposed to dispose of it, though. Like, I'm pretty sure they're compostable, but uh, maybe just like bleep, drop them off somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I was trying to just joke maybe about the candidates or something, but unfortunately Beto dropped out, so there goes like three minutes of my set, you know. <laughs> I was just going to repeat on and on, like, Beto is running for president. Like, that was funny enough until now it's not, I guess. He realized how hilarious that was. Can you believe that Biden is still in the race? This guy is like, what, he's tr number two now, maybe even one still? This dude got in front of the Asian and Latino coalition and told them that poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Like... Did he conduct any study before making that statement? Because I'm calling bullshit, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I am totally wasting money on my son's education if he's going to end up no more talented than a poor kid. That just doesn't seem right. You know, say what you want about Trump. You'll never hear him suggesting that poor kids are as bright and talented as white kids. You know, you can depend on him in that. Uh, speaking of Trumpish stuff, Booker, people like Cory Booker here? He's a cool guy, very spirited. You know, he's kind of got that like drag queen energy that I just love. A weird proposal of his, he says that he is going to put an office of white supremacy in the White House. Now that was weird. That seems like the kind of thing Trump would do, you know? I could guarantee it's going to be the most popular part of the White House tour. Oh, Becky, get my photo in front of the office of white supremacy. Sir, that is clearly not what you seem to think it is. Um... But yeah, some Yang folks here, people like Yang, some people in the Yang gang. Yeah, Yang bang, Yang gang. The, the circumcision thing is news to me. That's wild. But yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude. He's definitely, I think, my favorite of them. I, I like a lot of them. But, uh, you know, this $1,000 a month thing, he's saying that's going to cost $1.5 trillion. That's half the U.S. adult population. And that's before his Medicare for all. Like, he's a great guy, but maybe he needs to stop emphasizing the whole math thing because I don't, I don't know where that's coming from. He seems to not be super stoked on that. Um, but it's a weird political time. People are really frustrated about a lot of things. People are renaming a lot of stuff. I went to a high school that was called Washington Lee University. It is now called Washington Liberty University. Personally, I think they should have just put a bust of Spike Lee out in front of the building. That would have just quelled the concerns there. You know, maybe people wouldn't buy it. They could just say it stands for Tommy Lee Jones. You know, like that's, that's who it's for. There, you see? They, exactly. Exactly. Boom. Then you don't have to replace all the helmets and shit. Um, but if you're going to rename stuff, I get the incentive there. But there's so many other things we should be renaming. Lipscomb University. You don't even need to know who Lipscomb was. You should be offended by the mere utterance of the term Lipscomb University. Who goes to that school? You're getting a master's in fellatio or something? It's just crude to the ears. Anyhow. Um, you, yeah, you see what I'm getting at. Uh, I was playing video games with my son the other day. The difficulty settings for the bots were hard, medium, easy, and disabled. I thought that was a little cruel. That's like, isn't this E for everyone? How are you going to like? That's a low blow. Um, yeah, weird political times. Uh, in parts of this country, you can get arrested just for speaking Spanish. That's a trip. No one tells you when you're going up deciding whether or not you're going to study Spanish or French in school that like one of those options is going to get you deported. The other one might get you a hand job in college. But uh, yeah, my girlfriend is Latina. 
<laughs> Big round of support for Latinas, but everyone loves Latinas. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, was, I, I was out the other day, and I saw this T-shirt that says, chill out, bro, I'm legal. And I thought, oh, man, I am totally going to have to get rid of this when she turns 18. <laughs> don't, don't worry, folks. It's, it's just a joke. My girlfriend is not actually Latina. It's, I just said she was Latina to create a double entendre as to the meaning of the word legal. Just a simple linguistic joke, totally innocuous. No Latinas were harmed in the making of that joke. And I'm sure now you want me to also confirm that she's not 17. Of How course not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course she's not, she's not 17 either. Of course not. She could be 15 for all I know. All I said was that she hasn't turned 18 yet. You know, just a simple math joke, a harmless, harmless math joke. And I apologize, ladies. I know that not everyone's comfortable with jokes about math. Um, speaking of math, if you guys, we have a lot of weird expressions in this country. Have you ever heard of the expression three dog night? Yeah, some people here are old enough. Like, come on, and we're all trying to pretend to be millennials here, but people have heard, there's a band called Three Dog Night. It's a weird expression. You know where it comes from, what Three Dog Night means? It's referring to a night that's so cold that you bring three dogs in the bed to keep warm. And it's a weird expression. It makes you think that, like, Inuits must use some primitive form of thermometer that, like, counts down in terms of dogs. It's like, nope, Gus, it's a two-dog night. Get the fuck out of the bed. Like, is it always the same dog that doesn't get to sleep in the bed when it's not cold enough to? I've always wondered that. But, uh, yes, yes, Gus, no, no. This, if only if it were literally my life on the line would I let you in this bed. Um, but if you think Three Dog Night's weird in English, think what Three Dog Night means in China. That's, that's even worse, at least for the dog, um, for festivals and stuff. Big celebrations, bring out all three of them. Uh, but uh, if you think three dog night's weird, have you ever heard of the expression three feet of snow? That's really fucked up. You ever heard that? No. That's when it snows so much that it's deep enough to bury three fetuses in, one on top of the other. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go out on that. That was not good. Um, you liked it? Okay, well, I'll, I'll appreciate that. Uh, have you guys seen all these ads about knowing a prop C that's going on right now? What the fuck is Bloomberg thinking? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. They're going out, the tobacco company is getting all the kids addicted to nicotine, and they're advertising flavors that are fun for kids, like bubblegum and candy. You know what my 11-year-old son took from that ad? Dad, kids are allowed to vape, and there's candy-flavored pens, and they're cool among kids. Thank you, Bloomberg. He had no interest in vape pens until you had to alert him to the fact that that's what all of his peers are into now. Um, yeah... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this. It's not even really a joke, but just an, an observation. I want to talk about the importance of taking credit for women's work in the workplace. Anyone here work in like a, a job? I know it's a comic thing, but people, some, someone's got to be employed. Okay, oh, Matt. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it. Yeah, sure, Matt's employed. Um, no, uh, but it's important because if you read things like Lean In and stuff, you'll realize that uh, women don't take credit for their own work. They really don't. And it's terrible because they really don't get advanced enough being acknowledged for all the great work they do. And if you go and just give them credit for the work yourself, that looks even worse. You look like Beto trying to speak Spanish during the fucking Democratic debates, like <laughs> just totally pandering to people. Like, yeah, I don't speak English, but I'm going to like watch an entire Democratic debate just in case that little shit tries to pander to me. Um, but uh, so what you have to do is you just have to take credit for their work. Because if you don't, no one else will. And at least if you do take credit for their work, then you can like reward them when you're their boss. 
Um, that's that's how you do that. All right. Okay. Sorry, folks. I'm, I'm just stepping on toes left and right. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for having me up here. That was beautiful. Yes, take take credit for the women's work. You know what I love about the glass ceiling is when I just get to take my titties and smush them up against there and get some really good cleavage. I love to get my boobs right there above the glass ceiling just to really let people know these are the titties you're looking for. Uh, yay! We're all being political. It's super fun. Hooray! Uh, your next comedian. I'm very, very excited to have him perform. Put your hands together. Everybody, it's Huey Lee. Yay! Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Uh, when I drove here today, I got a little sentimental. You know, for a moment, I almost thought I was back in China because the sky is so dirty. I'm... Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> so uh, so anyway, I, I've been doing comedy for a while. It's a really important part of my life because uh, a few years ago, I was really depressed. I didn't know what I was going to do when I grew up. So, um, you know, I was only like 40 or something. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to do. But, um, yeah, I was really confused until I saw some presidential campaign rally. I was like, oh, wow, now I know, okay? You know, as long as I can tell joke to a crowd, it's okay to be a fucking idiot. Okay. So, you know, yeah, that's that's exactly the kind of inspiration I need. You know, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I started off doing a lot of political jokes because, um, you know, I know it's, it sounds a little weird, but I actually have a PhD in political science. Yeah, so, um, yeah, 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 that shit is why I can't find a job, you know? Yeah, and my degree literally is sending me here, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, so yeah, so, um, but the thing is, uh, after a while, I noticed some people, not everyone liked my Trump jokes. Some folks are like, you know, you're from China, why don't you joke about your own president, right? You have a president of yourself, right? Why don't you joke about your own president? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I love comedy, but I'm not ready to sacrifice my life. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, the Chinese prisons are not for like faint-hearted nerds like me, you know? <laughs> Yeah, they, they're like, they make people work like 16 hours a day to supply the American market, you know? Yeah, yeah. sometimes my kids ask me where Santa lives. I was like, I don't know where the fuck Santa lives, okay? But I can tell you all the elves are in Chinese prisons, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, I mean, American prisons are sort of like a playground, right? Everybody is sexually active, you know? It's still tough. I mean, prisons are always tough. But if you have to choose between sucking a dick occasionally or working on a fucking sewing machine every day until you pass out, <laughs> right? How would you choose, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know about you. I would definitely choose the dicks, you know? This is so much easier, so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, might want, you might be wondering why I'm talking about China because I know some people don't like to vote because they, they think they, are already, they already hit the rock bottom, right? So some people told me that, you know, even Trump can't make me worse off. I'm already on minimum wage. What can he do to me? What can he do to me? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. there's a lot he can do to you, right? In fact, Pam just mentioned this, right? The fact that we can, we're still joking about the president, right? The fact that the FBI hasn't, hasn't stormed this room, right? It means you haven't hit the rock bottom, guys. 
we're still like America is still like a hundred Trumps from Kim Jong Un. Okay, <laughs> so, so so you know, definitely be careful. There's a lot you can lose. So uh, I, I mean, I I. I don't want to scare you with you know shit that happened in other countries. I know it's it doesn't sound relatable. It's too far away. So let's just talk a little about Alabama, right? So so Alabama is not too far away, right? So <laughs> you guys know that in Alabama they had this law that you're not allowed to sell dildos. You guys heard about it? Yeah, you're not allowed to sell dildos. I mean, you can sell like assault rifles, but not dildos, okay? In other words, men can buy fake dicks, but women can't, okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. I, if you sell dildos, you can get up to a year in prison, folks, up to a year. I mean, I, you guys remember uh, Mario Bettina, so that the Russian spy who, who slept with a whole bunch of politicians? She only got a year and a half, okay? So in other words, self-penetration is almost as bad as penetrating the U.S. government, you know? <laughs> You know, that's, that's, yeah, that shit's weird. So, um, yeah, so I, I was thinking, why, why did they even make such a law? What's the, what's the motivation? So the only, only thing I can think of is, guess what? Jealousy, okay? Because, you know, all these gentlemen, they don't know how to vibrate, you know? <laughs> so it's so almost like what Andrew Yan said, right? Automation kills jobs, you know? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, yeah. So I guess that's, <laughs> that's probably why. So, um, so anyway, you know, before I came to America, I, I, I thought about, you know, learning some Kung Fu to protect myself. And people all laughed at me. They were like, are you, are you crazy? There's no way to use Kung Fu in America because everyone has a fucking assault rifle, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was like, that, that makes sense, right? When you have a gun, a lot of things can be different. I don't know if you guys remember the, the battle scene in the last Harry Potter movie, right? All these people, right, they're waving the ones at each other, right? Super cool, right? Yeah, but just imagine if Lord Voldemort had an AR-15. Right, so, so yeah, the story would be very different, right? It would just become a normal school shooting, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it would become completely one-sided, right? The battle would be one-sided because no matter what one you have, you, you can't fight an AR-15, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hey, do you guys know what all mass shooters have in common? They all have one thing in common. What? Well, <laughs> I'm not sure about their childhood. I didn't really study that. Yeah, they do have a gun, but they also have another gun yeah they all have a dick right they all have a dick right? I, I never heard of maybe there's one or two like female yeah yeah the youtube youtube lady yeah yeah i mean yeah the san bernardino, san bernardino guy had a uh, had his wife with him right but but all other mass shooters are males so i, I don't know what's going on i don't know what's wrong with our gender <laughs> I, I have no idea but all i want to say is that you know I fully support the Second Amendment rights for women <laughs> only, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think men are dangerous enough with their dicks. Look at these folks, you know? <laughs> we can't let them carry another gun, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, um, I've, I've been in this country for, uh, for quite a few years, so one thing I still don't really understand is this religion thing, right? Because people are serious about it. 
Because ba back in China, no one cared about religions, right? It's partly because uh, the communists, when they took over, they banned all the religions, right, in the 50s and 60s. And in the 80s, 90s, they started to open up a little bit. So people got really confused. Who, who, should, I, who, who should we believe in, right? Some, some families, when you walk into their house, they have this um, Buddha and Jesus and the fucking Chairman Mao. And uh, sometimes they, they even have a, like a beckoning cat. You know those cats in Asian restaurant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know who, who we should worship, right? Let's just fucking try them all, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In finance, it's called portfolio diversification, right? You know, yeah. Yeah, I think you guys should try that too. <laughs> yeah, but here people are really serious, right? Especially about the God-created human thing. People can actually say it in straight face. That <laughs> that made, made me a little, um, little curious. So, 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 so sometimes I ask people, if God created humans, when? Do you guys know when did that happen? 4,000, 6,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, so so a guy told me he had a re he had a really accurate answer. He told me it was day six. <laughs> you guys heard about it? Yeah, he checked. <laughs> yeah, he checked Bible. It was day six. I was like, whoa, that's really accurate. But which fucking year? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like if a if a police officer asks you, sir, your date of birth, please. You're like, uh, I think it was a Saturday. You know, you <laughs> know. Not not very helpful. <laughs> yeah. And if God created humans, I don't think God created dinosaurs. Because I mean dinosaurs must have committed a lot of sins. <laughs> right? They, they they weren't even allowed on the ark. Think about it. Yeah, those suckers weren't even allowed on the ark. I wonder what kind of terrible things they did. Maybe abortions, I don't <laughs> 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 I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know here. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, but there's a, there's a, there are also a lot of things that China and America have in common, even though they have very different cultures. But there are, there, there are also a lot of things these two great nations have in common. Right? One thing I can think of is homophobia. <laughs> so I was like, which is weird, because where did they get the idea? So, so I asked some people in China, like, where did they get the idea? What's wrong? I mean, what's your problem with gay people? You guys don't even read the Bible, right? <laughs> so where did they get the idea? I don't understand. So, uh, so yeah, so, um, and also, you know, uh, people in both countries also have this strange notion about straight sex, not just about gay sex. They have some really strange notions about straight sex. Right? They both tend to, uh, you know, sort of um, admire men, straight men who have a lot of sex, right? Sort of idolize men who have a lot of sex. Right? But at the same time, they also shame w straight women for doing exactly the same thing. Okay, so you see the problem here? You see the problem? I'm not talking about sexism or inequality. I'm talking about the pure math, okay? It's another math joke, <laughs> okay? I'm talking about the pure math, right? Because for straight people, the total amount of male intercourse has to equal to the total amount of female intercourse, right? Because guess what? That shit is mathematically guaranteed, right? <laughs> right? That's, right? I mean, you, you, you can take into account like three-way or something, but, but it's still, firstly, that, that's only a small minority of cases. And also, you know, even, even in three-way, you can still say, you know, that guy is having double amount of sex, but you know, it's, it's, still, it's still the same. Essentially, the total amount is still the same. So you can't have, a whole bunch of uh, you can you can have a society with men that are really slutty, but women that are really conservative. 
that shit is just mathematically impossible. <laughs> really, so, so really, so <laughs> guys, do the math seriously. Um, so do I, do I still have time? One minute. One minute, okay. Yeah, so um, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about um, what's the other um, what's the other gentleman talked about today? Yeah, so uh, yeah, he yeah, you you talk about like doing uh, blackface with black dick, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely can't do that, you know, because you know, you know, as, as Chinese comedian, people are like. Sometimes people are waiting for me to talk about dick sizes. It's, it's sort of like it's sort of like a, a reserved program for us. Yeah, but you know, in, in China we we also like to send dick pics just like you guys, right? So you know, stupidity transcends all difference. Yeah, but the thing is, in China we do it in a smarter way. Okay, we send other people's dicks. <laughs> you know, so yeah. So I I I definitely can't do black dicks. No 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 matter what I can. You know, it's just it's not convincing. <laughs> Yes, you guys know that that you like heard about the theory that hand sizes are correlated with dick sizes, right? Have you guys heard about that? Yeah, yeah. Of course, you guys are all interested in politics. Of course, you know that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think that's you know that's why a lot of Chinese actually voted for Trump. A lot of Chinese Americans actually voted for Trump. You know because you know. That guy has normal hands, because, <laughs> yeah, because for Chinese, uh, Trump's hand size are actually quite normal, you know? <laughs> yeah, we can trust you guys. You guys are like freaks, hand <laughs> freaks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy has normal hands. Okay, uh, so anyway, I think I'm going to get out of here. Uh, just do me a favor and search Dr. Huey Lee on Twitter. I basically talk about politics 24-7. So yeah, okay, yeah. So uh, I will see you guys there. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> Dr. Huey Lee, L-I, not L-E-E, -E. Dr. Huey Lee, look him up, he's, he's, he has a PhD in poli-sci, he's an informed gentleman, yes, we have a singer-songwriter up next, he is a political singer-songwriter, he's the second Kaufman of the night, put your hands together for Patrick Kaufman! Hello! Oh, it's so good to see everybody. I think I'm going to use a boom mic here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to mix these mics up going. It'll all work. Are you guys doing good? Yeah. Are you guys do I mean, well, oh, that, oh, yeah, they both work. They all yeah, work. Yeah, hell yeah, Hello. they Hello. I'm going to play some stupid political songs for you guys. Yay, Patrick um, Hoffman, yay. They're so smart. Your I'm pants, so smart. Your pants are amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. For the radio listening audience, he's wearing like these awesome like 80s, like uh, they're gorgeous. I want to borrow them someday. It was it was a quality Goodwill find, <laughs> like they do. Um, I have Obama on my shirt as well, old school Obama with the fro, because voting is important. We fucked it up, guys. We choked. We choked so hard. Okay, I'm gonna play some stupid songs. Hope you like them. Oh yeah. I play in a punk band called the Ruffies. This is stuff, this is kind of like the stuff that we sing. Oh, here we go. Oh, hmm. When I read American history, it slowly begins to occur to me that what we call manifest destiny is something else entirely. Cause this country's an Indian burial ground and we are cursed. A giant Indian burial ground and we are cursed. 
So you better go beg for forgiveness down at your church. Because this country's an Indian burial ground and we're cursed. Well, the buffalo roam and the tomahawks fly through the air. Protecting their land and collecting the white people's hair. Smallpox is raging and people are dying in droves. But that's what you get for accepting our blankets and clothes. Well, this country's an Indian burial ground and we're cursed. A giant Indian burial ground and we're cursed. At least try and pretend to remember that they were here first. Because this country's an Indian burial ground and we're cursed. How's everybody doing tonight? I can tell you're all having a great time. Thank you for coming out. Wailing guitar solo here. So come gather round, we've got the best slots in town. There's five dollar black. Jack, you can play a hand, you can pay us back. Cause this country's an Indian burial ground and we're cursed. Country's an Indian burial ground and we're cursed. Country's an Indian burial ground, but my chip stack is up so I'm not feeling down. Country's an Indian burial ground. And we're cursed. Oh! Heavens to Murgatroyd. Exit stage left. Hello. Okay. Um, thank you all for staying and doing the things and telling the telling the jokes. Um, let's see. Let's. Here's a song about uh, incest and global warming. <laughs> At least your grandparents got to the mountain. They beat off the others with axes and sticks. Their grandparents got and moved from the ocean for it rose up and swallowed their houses and kids. But that was a long time ago. Now you might have to marry your cousin. There aren't many left of us. Could be your sister, so count yourself lucky that she died with the others. It's probably best, cause the child that they make you make could be a monster. The blow on the horn, throw him off of the cliff. But the chances are smaller if it's only your cousin. So count yourself lucky that your sister is dead. Well, they bought land in Canada, thought it would save them. But there's nowhere to hide from the fart in the blanket. Not proud of the legacy, glad that I made it. Cause we rained through the terror and the ref. You just came in, but the records were lost of the last generation. So I think that I'm safe. But that was a long time ago, now you might have to marry your cousin, there aren't many left of us, could be your sister, so count yourself lucky that she died with the others, it's probably best, cause the child they make you make could be a monster, they'll blow on the horn, throw him up off the cliff, but the chances are smaller if it's only your cousin, so you might as well count yourself lucky your sister is dead. <laughs> are we still having a good time tonight? Oh, thank you so much.
everywhere's an island When the water gets high enough Imagine the final days clinging to life Everywhere's an island When the water gets high enough Imagine a way to turn it back into ice Yes, yes Oh, oh thank you Oh, thank you. We don't have punchlines in the Ruffies in our band. We're just super negative. So we're going to do some more of that. Um, <laughs> um, here's a song about, we were talking about loving and hating the police at the same time. This is a song about that. So um, here's a song. It's all right. I got, I, I got, I got you covered. <laughs> Don't hate the cops. There's a person inside when the truncheon stops. Don't hate the cops. When the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch. If you don't stop throwing your rocks, snap, crackle, pop is the sound of the taser. Your body drops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Thank your local police. Because they don't do nothing wrong. Thank your local police. Got rid of the corruption and the racism is gone. They've been keeping the peace. Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls. Got a cure for your social disease. Follow the law. Don't hate the cops. Follow the law. Don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Put your hands above your head to show you're not a threat. I'm the fairest judge that your skin color's gonna get. And if you die before the sun comes up, the paperwork will take forever. Well, it might have worked out a little bit better. If you didn't hate the cops, because they don't do nothing wrong, don't hate the cops. You can't blame them for just doing their job, don't hate the cops. Well, you gotta wonder how much would it cost for you to be shot at and stabbed at by maniacs and drugs. Don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops. <laughs> don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops, don't hate the cops. Donate the cops, donate the cops. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Just so we're clear. More trans cops, more gay cops, more black cops, more Mexican cops. Variety of cops. Cops without guns. Mental health force that is not the cops that is in between the people and the cops. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot, you know, you hear a lot of the, all the fuck the police songs, and like, we agree with that, of course, and fuck the goddamn police, but as a, uh, as a person who like, benefits from that power structure, it felt weird 
like having that sentiment. So it, there's a it's part of me that's always just like, yeah, it just felt a little strange being like, yeah, fuck the police. They protect me and everything that be I benefit from. So that's a song that we wrote. Um, here's a song about uh, loving, loving, loving the people that you hate, loving the people who've, who've, uh, who've turned the other way. If you have any friends or loved ones who have turned the other direction, who jumped right over, who went from like Obama to Trump and just jumped right over everybody else, the Bernie and the Hillary and the whole thing. It was like, what? What happened? There's a song about them. Um, it has a lyric you can sing along to. Uh, how's it go? Uh, it goes, make it sh Making shitty people, making shitty people, but I don't want to fix it. So if you guys want to sing making shitty people with me, that would be rad. All right, here we go. My friend told me to slow it down for the punchlines. <laughs> Well, they're making shitty people, making, making shitty, shitty people. people, but I don't want to fix it. Well, they're making shitty people, making, making shitty, shitty people, but it isn't my business. Well, they're making shitty people, making shitty people, but I don't want to fix it. Well, they're making shitty people, making shitty people, but it isn't my business. That's not how it works. They make more if you don't do your job. You're a part of a throbbing mob. You're a fascist ambassador. I saw you the other day at the Skinhead Show. Convincing supremacists are not so wide. After all, there's only one way. So you cut off their heads and boil their skulls till they see that we all have the same color bones. Because they're making shitty people. Making shitty people. But I don't want to fix it. Well, they're making shitty people. Making shitty people. But it is in my business. Well, they're making shitty people. Making shitty people. But I don't want to fix it. Well, they're making shitty people. Making yeah, shitty yeah, people. But it is in my business. <sighs> That's not how it works. They make more if you don't do your job. You're a part of the throbbing mob. You're a racist embracer. I saw you the other day with the KKK, but that won't take your blame away. Won't change their ways, and we might accidentally mistake you for them. Blame away. Won't change their ways. Might accidentally mistake you for them. Because they're making shitty people. Making shitty people. But I don't want to fix it. Well, they're making shitty people. Making shitty people. But it is in my business. Well, they're making shitty people. Making shitty, shitty people. people. But I don't want to fix it. Well, they're making shitty people! Making shitty people! Well, it is in my business! You know, we all are shitty people. <laughs> you, me, Mark over here in the corner, just kidding, I love you. <laughs> but don't abandon your shitty people. Because we're all so shitty, it means that your obnoxious uncle or aunt, I don't want to be sexist about it, because there are a lot of Trump supporting ladies. Don't want to forget those ladies, y'all. Love them all. I don't want to say love their hate, because that's obnoxious. But maybe just have sex with them. <laughs> Fuck a conservative. Thank you. It's hard to talk and play that ending. Um, how much more time do I have? Is that one, it? One more song. One more song. Thank you so much. One more. Make it shitty, people.
people. Making shitty people. Thank you for listening again. We're a band called The Ruffies. We're on all the nonsense with the Instagram and the Facebook and find us and we play more shows all over the bay. There are more of us. Right now, I am the only one here. Um, oh, one more. One more sweet, sweet jammer jammer. Uh, here's another Apocalypse song. Uh, we'll do it quickly. Um... No, it's not your fault. Didn't make it to the vault in a pool of blood from the police assault. No revolution. Instead, your body beaten blue and red and a bright white light on the horizon. Instead, then the napalm drops and the flames won't stop. Dead teachers dead, preachers dead, soldiers dead, cops. The napalm drops and the flames won't stop. Dead teachers dead, preachers dead, soldiers dead, cops. What you gonna do when no one comes for you? You better, better make a plan for the wasteland. So what's your plan for the wasteland? Oh, where is it? Hold on. No mutants or martyrs, just malnourished kids. Tell them stories about all the fun stuff we did. No gas for the car and no shells for the guns. Sit back, relax, let the cannibals come. You wish they were zombies, but there's breath in there, breath in their lungs. So what you gonna do when no one comes for you? What you gonna do when the hungry humans come for you? You better, better make a plan for the wasteland. So what's your plan? Where's this mic? Plan for the wasteland. What's your plan for the wasteland? What's your plan for the wasteland? starving I would rather be gone I would rather be dust when the bombs come along why fight with the dying when you can rest and be dead we all need survival like a hole in the head pray you're safe and you're sound asleep in the ground pray the first fucking target is this quaint little town when the gas came you choked when the flood came you drowned what you gonna do when no one comes for you what you gonna do when the consequences come for you you better better make a plan for the wasteland What's your plan for the wasteland? Thank it, Uncle Sam, for the wasteland. You're a bench pan for the wasteland. Nuclear Iran for the wasteland. Well, we got no plan for the wasteland. What you gonna do when no one comes for you? You better, better make a plan for the wasteland. Make a plan for the wasteland. Thank you guys very much for coming out. I really do appreciate it. Again. My shitty band is called the Ruffies. We're not shitty. We're the greatest rock and roll band in the world. I have stickers for all of you. I have shirts for all of you. I want to sell you guys shit. Uh. <laughs> Yay! Clap your hands together for Patrick Kaufman of the Ruffies. Yay! Yay! That was amazing. Yes! That was amazing. Patrick Hoffman, one more time. Keep clapping. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. He can play an instrument. Jesus Christ. And he's witty and clever as fuck. The world's falling apart. Take 
definitely listen and prepare for the apocalypse. Your last comedian of the night, he knows how to prepare for the apocalypse. Put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Hey, guys. Uh, Yeah, I know how to prepare for the apocalypse. People are like, what are you going to do if the world ends? And I'm, I tell them that I'm going to uh, kill white people. Uh, no, that's not true. That's already um, Warhol's job. Um, we're on the same purge team. We're on. Uh, we joined the purge team. It's like a fantasy team, except it's not a fantasy anymore. If you see how the world's going. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about political things. Um, honestly, uh, the thing I did on election night was take acid. I dropped acid on election night. But before I took the acid, just to make sure I didn't vote for Trump. Um, but yeah, it was, it was the craziest thing. Uh, if you see my hat right here, uh, I have a Hunter S. Thompson, uh, pin right here. And, uh. When I dropped acid, I was walking down uh, Hate Street, and then do you do you guys remember the Fear of Loathing Las Vegas quote, uh, where he's like talking about watching the wave crash from like the Hayden Ashbury counterculture of the of this nineteen six the summer of love, and sometimes you could watch it crash. I watched it crash. I watched uh, when that time happened. I saw. A bunch of six uh, people who were hippies in the 60s got old and they got hypnotized by the lights of uh, Fox News. And then they voted for Trump. They voted for Trump. Um, but yeah, it was, it's weird. It's weird because like uh, uh, during that time I was like going through a lot of things. Uh, my grandma was in the hospital. She died in 2017. But one of the last things she's done, she did before she died was vote for Donald Trump right before she went away. And I was like, Grandma, don't you know, what, why are you doing that? Don't you, you, I know you love Fox News, but don't you know he's going to take away your health care? Like, don't you like that? And she said, that's exactly what I want him to do. I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> You're a very bad grandson. And yeah, vote for he voted for and then she died. So everything's good now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Donald Trump is like, yeah, it it correlated. I was living in Vegas when uh, he announced his his uh, his running back in 2015, and that was around the same time I started doing comedy. Which makes me think I'm the reason why he's the president. Uh, mainly because I had this joke. I remember one of the first jokes I made. Um, I made a joke that was called, uh, it was like, Did you hear what uh, Donald Trump said about his daughter Ivanka? Uh, he said that if his daughter Ivanka wasn't his daughter, she would probably be his girlfriend. Which means that Donald Trump wants to fuck his daughter. I bet, like, people were like, hey, Donald Trump, you can't fuck your daughter. The only way you could do that is if you became president 
and then made incest legal. And then he was like, okay, I'll do that. I'll make incest legal. And then Ivanka's going to be the first lady. And I said that before he was president. So he became president. And jokes have power, dude. Don't do jokes. They're very bad. They're very become real. Um, but, but yeah, man, like, honestly, one of the last things, like, I do remember. Um, all right, so uh, in the Philippines, right? I went to during the Obama years. That was I got I was in high school and I dropped out of high school because uh, I smoked weed. Uh, and I went to the Philippines, live in the Philippines for two years. That's where I graduated high school. So I kind of missed the Obama, the like beginning years of Obama and Twitter and everything. Uh, and I I would think like man, this place is so the Philippines is so barbaric the way because they had their own election. They were like I was like. Uh, yeah, it's so barbaric. Like, can you imagine, like, in this country, a uh, celebrity became a president. And uh, all he had to do was put his name all around the whole country, and then he became president. Literally, and I was like, that could never happen in America. Literally, did I know that's that the Philippines was ahead of their time. They, like, uh, made a celebrity president first, and then here they were like... Yeah, there's a there's a celebrity president who also uh likes grabbing pussies. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but like, yeah, uh, one of the things like one thing I do give uh Donald Trump credit for is he you found out more about people when he became president. You know, you found out that um. I don't know. You found out. Because I lived in a very liberal bubble. I lived in uh, San Francisco for most of my life. And then uh, during the election, I was in Vegas. And ho- holy shit. Like, they they knew way before that, that shit happened that, like, Donald Trump was going to win, man. They knew, they knew exactly, mainly because there's, like, a lot of militia guys, and they were, like, they, they like, talk like this, and they're, like, you know, you go get my guns, and they're talking about, rev- yeah, I should, they ended up taking over a ranch, um, yeah, I shouldn't have been hanging out at that bar, uh, but, yeah, it's all, it's, it's true, because, like, yeah, it's, uh, you found out, yeah, there is still racism, there's still, there's still sexism. There's still, like, that doesn't fix anything. Um, but one good thing that came out was our generation. Our generation uh, kind of realized that that's still a thing. They didn't really, they realized there's still guys who are very touchy at work. And then you could call them out. Like, all that happened uh, mainly because, like... Yeah, we, our generation went to work, and they didn't like getting touched by guys anymore. And then they were like, this is gross. I'm not going to be like my mom anymore. I'm going to call this guy out who slapped my ass. And now, all the guys are fucking running scared, guys. They're all running scared. And, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we could, uh, something could happen by Donald Trump, uh, my suggestion is, because he likes to grab pussies, right? He likes to grab pussies. 
What if we booby-trapped one of the pussies he tried to grab and switched out her IUD for IED, and then when he goes and tried to grab it, he was like, oh, shit, that's a nice pussy, and he grabbed it, and it exploded in his hand, his small hands disintegrate, and then he dies. Uh, And that's how you fix the political... I'm just saying I'm going to go out like John Wilkes Booth by killing a sitting Republican president. Okay, you guys have a good night. Yay, Ernest Evangelista. Like Ernest, what did I learn in the, uh, the election of 2016? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. Yay, Elizabeth Warren or Kamala Harris, any woman. How about any functional human for president in 2020? Any functional adult would be fine. I would vote for them. Thank you all for being here tonight. This has been a super fun show. Thank you all for supporting each other. And uh, yay, go out and vote on Tuesday. Please try to change the world around you by exercising your American God-given rights of free speech and voting. I mean, guns are part of that too, but let's keep those. (laughs) Why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. Am I right? Thank you all for being here. Yay! If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco, you need radio. San Francisco, you need radio. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Why not make a donation? Streaming live the station. District of the Mission. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco. MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, Mutiny Radio, San Francisco, I was just leaving the theater.
convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. I am a total fraud. Lori Stone's voice is absolutely right. I am 